Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. Murder, anger, and contempt. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount found in the book of Matthew. We're voyaging through the Bible. We're in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. We're talking about the car ferry between uh, the Upper Peninsula and the Lower Peninsula of Michigan. We're talking about the Straits of Mackinac. The Upper Peninsula at one time in history was the wealthiest part of Michigan. The fur traders were active, streaming out of the Upper Peninsula. They found mineral-rich mines and easily uh, staged shipping because of the very important part of the area in the Great Lakes. Today, in modern times, there's a bridge that goes from the Lower Peninsula to the Upper Peninsula. But in those days, there was just a ferry that took you across. Many of the large freight elements were taken in through shipping, but many of them were taken by truck and car being ferried across on a regular basis. The ferry in <coughs> the ferry in good weather had a five hour turnaround. Going through the Straits of Mackinac, there was wind and currents, and we could see other boating passing by. There was a passenger ship, and there was an oar boat, people waving at each other. It was just even the short distance that we were traveling, it was still a wonderful time. Voyage through the Bible. We have a plan to show you through stories that many aspects of God's dealing with the human race, past, present, and future. On a parallel with these stories, we'll be telling we're going to discuss the survey of the Christian life. As we go through these stories, we'll be looking at the enabling power of God to save the worst, the best, causing his great power to be a part of our lives. God has a plan. Jesus enacted the plan, and the Holy Ghost is the power of the plan. In Matthew 5, 21 through 22, you shall not murder. Anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. Anger with a brother or sister is subject to judgment. And again, anyone that says to his brother, Raka, which we will explain in a few minutes, is accountable to the courts. Being angry at a brother, we fall into the area of judgment. In Matthew 21, 12 through 13, Jesus entered the temple court and drove out those who were buying and selling he overturned tables of the money changers, and he said, My house should be called a house of prayer. 
in Mark 3, 1 through 5, a man with a shriveled hand was in the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and Jesus said to the man with the shriveled hand, stand up in front of everyone. And Jesus asked him, which is lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or evil, to save or to kill? But they remained silent, and he looked around at them with anger, deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. And he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched out his hand, and his hand was completely restored. Jesus advises us to be slow to anger. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing. And they divided his clothes by casting lots. This was at the crucifixion. 1 Peter 2.23, And when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. And when he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to the one who judges rightly. We can have righteous anger, grief over sin, and many other times where anger is proper. It's how it's directed. In Psalms 11, 4 through 6, but the wicked and those who love violence, he hates with a passion. In Psalms 139, 21 through 22, do not hate those that hate you. The word raka is a concept in the mind that means a person who is stupid and is an idiot. It's a concept of the soul and the heart, and it's dealing with a person's character. Character assassination. When you're going to these days on a libel case in court, the court of God says, if you call someone raka, you could be in danger of hell, which is Guyana's fires. That's how serious Raqqa is. Gehenna was a garbage dump outside of Jerusalem where the fires were lit and they never burned out. Later, we'll be discussing a particular breed of worm that keeps living there no matter how they tried to stamp it out. Anger as a concept leads to murder. Anyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer can have eternal life inside of them. The suggestion is made, peace at all cost. I recognize that sometimes peace is not available, but we should try to do and have peace as much as possible. In Matthew 5, 23 through 26, therefore, if you offering your gift at the altar and your brother and sister has something against you. First go to be reconciled. Settle the matter quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Take care of the problem while you're walking in the way or your adversary may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officer and put you in prison till you pay every bit up. We're forbidden to murder. 
Anger constitutes internal murder. We're responsible for murderous act, attitudes toward us, and we are to reconcile people as much as we can. One of the team members with Voyage Through the Bible told me a story which he was serving at a church on Sunday, and there was a miscommunication between her and another volunteer. At one point, she believed she responded too aggressively, so she went to the person to apologize, and the response was that no apology was necessary. The other volunteer didn't feel that she had had to respond. There was no aggression made, but the important part of the story is that in apologizing, she made sure there wasn't any point of contention between her and the brother in the Lord. It's prudent on the way to court to make peace with a brother. Restrain from murder or murderous attitudes. Don't say, if your brother is right or wrong, just do it. This is speaking of reconciliation. Make peace with your adversary. Jesus is teaching no murder, no attitude of murder. Seek reconciliation with an angry person. Remove anger in an adversarial situation. Have peace before court actions are taken. Be careful whose rights are first, yours or the other person. Remember, do not murder. Don't give to rage contention. Instead, give it to Jesus. It's very easy to vent our emotions in these critical situations, but handing it to the Lord is proper. For years, I lived in false understanding of sanctification, being separated to the Lord. I had a form of external religion. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I was no addict. I didn't even cuss much. I only had a relationship with my wife, but internally, I was a cauldron. I masked it at least what I considered I did, but others surely had to know. I came to an understanding that the eternal workings come first and the external workings follow. There's such a thing as holy anger. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. We need to settle the anger quickly. There are many stages in anger. Careless anger, using words, calling someone raka, a feeling that I wish I could destroy that person, a murder seeking from, seething from our heart, and finally murder as an act. Settling our grievances Honestly and quickly, learning the art of forgiveness, no matter if we could feel offended or not, learning to forgive, and if we do, 
not forgive, we're allowing the enemy to take hold of us and we have less opportunity for the Lord to work. We're talking about open or disguised abuse, anger with a brother, slander, contempt. The conversation we're, we have is we make everything right before we worship. One day my wife and I began to laugh. We laughed until our eyes turned weepy. We had a giant colossal word match before church. Well, you know, a fight. We got into church while we we're still mad at each other and we tried to put a good face on it and we glanced at each other and began to laugh at our foolishness. It was a highly effective moment. It brought us to a point where we knew things could be taken care of before worship. Jesus is teaching us with authority. He didn't add or subtract to the law. He personally explained the intent of the law. Jesus spoke enough. Turned out that Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only judge. It says that the person's anger is speaking in the desert country where there's a spark that starts a forest fire. It's saying that anger is incendiary. It can be long-lived. It can go way beyond the court date. There's selfish anger in Colossians 3.5. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to the earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, which is idolatry. We put away anger. We put away vengeful anger. We have anger in speech, in contempt, calling somebody raka. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are in contempt. Their deeds are vile, and there's no one who does good. This is destroyer of reputations. Whether or not it's true or not, we're not to do it. Righteous judgment. Jesus said we can slay people with our tongue. We can put marks on another person's soul. Poisonous words can have an effect. They can damage a relationship and destroy. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.